The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I don't know if you can relate to this or not, but I have a feeling you can. One thing that I hear often from my social media following is that you don't know where to exercise, especially on the days that you're feeling extra fatigued or weak or unbalanced and unsteady. And you also don't know what positions to exercise in if you're looking to make an exercise easier or even harder. So what I'm hoping today's podcast will do for you is give you lots of ideas of different positions that you can exercise in and different locations that you can exercise in, even just within your own home. That's not to mention going out to a gym or a swimming pool. So let's dive right in. We're going to start with different positions to exercise in. And most people will think of the first two that I'm about to mention to you. So if I were to ask you, what position would you want to exercise in? Most people will say standing. You want to be able to exercise in a standing position, even if that's really challenging for you. And then if I were to say, okay, great, what other positions? You would probably say seated. Those are the two positions that are most common for exercises especially when you have MS, because they are very functional positions, meaning there's lots of things that we do throughout the day in a functional movement from a seated position or from a standing position. Things like walking, climbing stairs, getting in and out of a car, getting in and out of bed. So yes, those are amazing positions to do your exercises in. You can do leg strengthening exercises. You can do core strengthening exercises. You can even do cardio and upper body exercises from both of those positions. However, what do you do if you want to exercise, but you're way too fatigued to do them standing or even seated, or you're feeling way too unbalanced, or you just don't want to get out of bed today? There are other options for you. In fact, there are five other common positions that you can do most of your exercises in. So I'm going to tell you what those five positions are, and then I'm going to give you an example of how you would do a specific exercise in each of these seven total positions. After seated and standing, the next one is going to be lying on your back. And this is a fully lying down position, also called supine, where your knees are straight as well. The next position is lying on your back with your knees bent. So your feet are on the ground and your knees are pointing up towards the ceiling and your back and shoulders are on the ground. And please know when I say ground, I also mean bed. You don't literally have to be on the floor or you could even be lying on a couch. 
It's any location where you are lying on your back, either with your legs straight or with your knees bent. Next is lying on your side. And again, this could be on the floor or maybe your bed or a couch, but you're lying on the side of your body. Typically, when you're doing any side lying exercises, it's easiest if you start with lying on your strongest side. For example, if your right leg is stronger than your left, you would want to first practice your side lying exercises lying on your right side. That will just make the movements a little bit easier. And then for your next set, you could turn over to your left side so you are left side lying. The next position is lying on your stomach. This is also called prone lying. So you are usually fully flat for this position. Your chest is either on the bed or the couch or the floor, and your knees are straight as well. So everything is touching the surface that you're lying on. Now, if you have really tight hip flexors, this can be a very uncomfortable position, in which case you can place one pillow or two pillows, maybe even three pillows if they're pretty flat pillows, underneath your hips, and that can make this position more comfortable. And the last common position is on your hands and knees. So this is when your knees are on the surface that you are sitting or lying on, as well as your hands. This is called quadruped. So those are the seven most common positions that you can exercise in. So before we move on to the locations that you can exercise, I want to give you an example. So one of my favorite exercises, as you guys likely know, is marching. Marching is such a functional exercise because it helps with so many of our daily to-dos, like walking, stair climbing, getting in and out of a car, standing up from the floor. Anytime we're moving, we have to use our hip flexors. So if I were to practice marching in a seated position, there's actually two different ways that I could do this. One would be sitting up nice and tall, unsupported, meaning my back is not touching the back of the chair. And marching in this position would mean lifting one foot up off the ground so the knee comes up closer towards the ceiling, and then I place it back down. And then you do the same thing on the other side, lift one leg up and down. And I like to alternate side by side. Some people like to do all one side first. I think that's just a personal preference. If that is too challenging, you can do this in a seated reclined position. So it's the same exercise. The only difference is that instead of sitting up nice and tall, unsupported, you are sitting up reclined, meaning your hips are in the middle or edge of your chair, but your back leans backwards. So your shoulders are touching the back of the chair. You are now in a supported seated position. So you would do the same marching exercise in this position. Another option is standing. And when you're standing, of course, you can use a mobility aid or some surface to make sure that you stay level and steady and balanced. But you can do standing marching where you're holding on to something, you have nice tall posture, and you lift one leg up off the ground and then down and then another leg and down. You can also perform marching when you are lying on your back with your legs straight or with your knees bent. So if you're lying on your back with your knees straight, you would bring one knee up towards your face and then back down. So this is pretty challenging. You have to lift your leg up against gravity and then bend your knee from there. So it can be pretty intense, but nevertheless, it is an option. One way to make that slightly easier 
is to have your knees bent. So you're in that hook lying position where you're lying flat, but your knees are bent and your feet are on the surface that you're lying on. And you march from there and you just lift one leg up off the floor and then down. And then the same thing on the other side. You can also do marching in a side lying position. So again, we would lay on our side that is strongest first, and you can either bring both of your knees up towards your face or just the top leg up towards your face and down. And you would repeat this several times, then flip over to your opposite side and do the same thing. The last way to do the marching exercise, which again, this is a challenging position, is the quadruped position when you are on your hands and knees. So essentially, you could be on your bed or a couch or the floor where your hands are on the floor or the surface that you're on, and your knees are also touching the surface that you're on. From here, you would bring one knee up closer towards your elbows or towards your face or shoulders, something in that direction, and then put it back down and repeat on the other side. So you're bringing your knee towards your shoulders and then back down. This is a challenging position, but it is an option. The only position I left out here is prone, which is when you are lying on your stomach. If you're lying on your stomach, you can't practice marching because your leg has nowhere to go. You're already lying on your stomach. So you could practice this in an isometric way, meaning you attempt to push your knee down into the surface that you're lying on. That should use your hip flexors, but it is tricky and it's more isometric, meaning there's no movement that you'll actually see, but you'll feel the muscles working. So those are all the different positions that you could do for marching alone. That's seven different exercises right there just for your hip flexors, just by changing up the position that you're in. And let me say too, you do not need to do all of these positions. Maybe you just pick one of them or two of them. Pick the position that feels best for you today. There's always a position that you can exercise in to make an exercise a little bit easier or even a little bit more challenging. Next up is where to exercise. I have a lot of clients that initially start off never having exercised in their home before. Therefore, they feel that if they're going to exercise, they need to go somewhere, meaning they need to go to a gym or they need to go to a swimming pool. They need to go to a class. And those are great options. Don't get me wrong. But there are a lot of places, even within your own home, regardless of how big or how small your home is, that make a great spot for exercise. So let's dive into these. You can exercise on your couch. And there's so many different positions on your couch alone. You can lie down. You can be sitting supported or sitting unsupported. You could be lying on your back versus on your side versus on your stomach. So lots of exercises can be done on a couch. If you don't have a couch, but maybe you have a love seat or a recliner, similar idea. You can exercise there too. You can also exercise in or on your bed. And I say in or on because you can literally do exercises in your bed. I have a video in the missing link called Exercises to Do in Bed, and it's a 13-minute video where you follow me and you exercise right along with me in bed. There's lots of exercises that you can do for your upper body, core, lower body, and cardio lying in bed or sitting upright in bed. You can also exercise on the edge of your bed. So your feet are on the floor and you're sitting at the edge versus your whole body being in bed. 
When you're in bed, it's a similar idea to your couch. You can exercise lying on your back, lying in the hook lying position, lying on your side, sitting up tall, sitting reclined, and even quadruped if you're up for it. You can also exercise on any chair. One of my favorite positions to exercise in is the seated position. And the only place you would not want to do seated exercises is if you have a chair that has wheels. That can be dangerous. The chair can get away from you. But any surface that you can sit on that doesn't have wheels is usually a safe place to do exercises. So if you have a chair in your living room or your dining room or your kitchen or heck, even your toilet, you can do seated exercises there. You can also do standing exercises anywhere that you have support. If you have a mobility aid, you can stand up and do exercises while holding on to your mobility aid in any room of your home. But if you don't have a mobility aid, you can do exercises standing up in your kitchen and hold on to your sink or your countertop for support. Just make sure that there's no water anywhere. You don't want to be holding onto a surface that is wet or damp. Similarly, you could stand up and do exercises in your bathroom holding onto your sink or your countertop in the bathroom. And again, just make sure there's no water anywhere. So we just reviewed seven different positions that you can exercise in and seven different places in your home that you can exercise. I hope this opens up your mind a bit to allow you to feel that you can exercise regardless of what type of day you're having. And also remember, exercise can be really intense or not intense at all and anywhere in between. Simply moving our body counts as exercise. So if you are having a day where you don't have much energy to exercise, it's okay to rest, but it's also okay just to move throughout your day as you normally would. If you need help figuring out what exercises to do in these positions or in these locations, check out my videos on my Instagram page at dr.gretchen, as well as on my YouTube channel, Dr. Gretchen Holly. I have so many videos there with lots of different examples. And if you're looking for all of my MS-specific functional exercises in various positions and in various rooms and locations, and you're looking for a guide to tell you exactly which exercises to do each day, and you need help with implementing it, so actually doing it, not just looking at a plan, but actually doing it to help you reach your goals, check out my online MS wellness program, The Missing Link. I will put a few links in the show notes, one being my Instagram page, one being my YouTube, and another one where you can learn more about The Missing Link. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.